Welcome back, Casually Kicking It family. Do we have a great episode for you guys this week? We are joined by a very special guest, Chris Barnett, host of the Burnout Podcast, where you can get everything motorsports from NASCAR, Super X, Monster Jam, whatever it is, you guys can check it out on his podcast. Amazing podcast. He's on our show today. But before we begin with that, please make sure that you follow us on all the social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you give us a review on whatever you're listening to us on. If that's iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, we'd greatly appreciate it. And make sure you head over to Store Frontier if you want any Casually Kicking It merchandise. Just type in Casually Kicking It in the search engine and shop away. Now, on to this week's episode. We're going to be diving into the Daytona 500, which is just a couple days away, and it's right in our backyard. One of the greatest races, considered the Super Bowl of races. We're going to be talking about that with our friend Chris Barnett, of course, like I mentioned, host of the Burnout Podcast. We're going to be chatting a little bit of WandaVision, a little bit of the Super Bowl. Of course, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, Casually Kicking It listeners, to another episode. We've got a great, I say that every week, we've got a great episode for you guys this week. Um, But no, really, we do. We have a great guest on the show, host of the Burnout Podcast. We've got Chris Barnett, and the reason why is we have the Daytona 500 coming up pretty soon. His podcast, we'll we'll let him explain a little bit more what his podcast is, He's, he's He's racing, but he, he's more NASCAR, right, Chris? Yeah, racing and, and uh, heavily heavily influenced on NASCAR. Absolutely, yeah. There you go. Um, as you can see, uh, well, no, you can't see. You guys are listeners. So I, I'm wearing my Tampa Bay gear. Before we start with Chris, I'm wearing my Tampa Bay gear because we won the Super Bowl. We want to acknowledge that. I don't know if you guys want to want to chat about that really quick. We, we won the Super Bowl. Chris isn't too happy. No. Um, <laughs> I mean that that wasn't even a Super Bowl, buddy. That they didn't even uh, come. They just sat down and laid back and let the Tampa Bay run all over them. I mean, both offense and defense showed up for Tampa Bay. Uh, Kansas City was just struggling hardcore. Yeah, I, I um, you know, it's been a long time, and uh, I really enjoyed it, every bit of it, even the the peace sign at the end there with the penalty. That was fantastic. But, Man, uh, I tell you, I think honestly, I think Buffalo would have been a lot better matchup. You know, just watching I, it and watching the Chiefs game, you know, against Buffalo, I feel like Buffalo would have been a lot better matchup than Kansas City. I mean, especially the way that Kansas City showed up or didn't show up. So, yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. I, I think Buffalo was the better team in the AFC this year, even though Kansas City had a better record. I just right. feel like Buffalo was, I don't know, slightly better. But they didn't really show that when they played Kansas City. Although, well, no, that was a pretty close game for the most part, I think. Yeah, they were coming um, back in the fourth quarter. You know, they were doing good. They had more heart. You know, the Bills had more heart. They had more. They were hungry more. 
than Kansas City. So I think they should have they should have went against the Bucks. That would have been a better matchup, to be honest. Well, we're champions for now. We'll move along. Again, guys, let's welcome Chris Barnett from the Burnout Podcast, where you can find his podcast on all major media platforms. Uh, Chris, what else do you want to plug in here? I, I got to give a shout out to the YFB Network. I mean, YFB check Network, out everybody. that's right. Thanks for reminding me. I always forget the YFB Network. That's how we know each other. That's right. Sorry, everybody. Brian, if you're listening to the episode, my bad, man. <laughs> it's always, I always forget the YFB Network for some reason, but I'm working on it, okay? Give a shout out to everybody on the YFB Network, you know, uh, loud and opinionated. Loud and opinionated. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Now. YFB. Everyone's going to be like, man, Ed, you're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> YFB, right. yep. Uh, rated JG. Rated JG, yeah. Battler's uh, Playbook. Hell, I've, I've known Russ and Brian since first grade, so. Oh, I mean, wow. Look at yeah. that. That's awesome. Yeah, we all pretty much grew up together, high school together. Stole yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches from each other? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so, Chris, we've got you on the show. You know, everyone, all the listeners out there, they know that we're located in Central Florida, where we're only an hour away from Daytona, pretty much. And we've ha- we have, speaking of Super Bowls, I feel like the Daytona 500 is a big race in NASCAR that I consider the Super Bowl of, of races, of NASCAR. And it's a huge event here. This year is going to be a little different because of COVID, of course. So uh, what are your thoughts this year? I mean, this, this is uh, um, an, a we're we're going into uncharted territory here with COVID. Although they did race last year, they did. I mean, like I, they finished the season. They raced. It was a little yeah. different. But I think COVID. Did 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 they run the five hundred last year with? Or oh yeah. Was that oh, afterwards? Yeah. No, they COVID. they 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 COVID. ran it. Uh, you know, like normal. I mean, the whole COVID stuff didn't start until March. March. That's right. Like like, like the first of March. So, uh, I mean, hell, Ryan Newman had one of the most spectacular crashes I've ever seen uh, last yeah, year. That's so, right. So, what do you think, man? Um, what do you think? Uh, you are know, this year, putting, I mean, are they going to be putting people in the stands? Yeah, there is. I don't know exactly the number. I'm pretty sure it's going to be more kind of like how the Super Bowl was, like twenty five thousand. I think that place holds one hundred fifty thousand people, maybe two hundred. So, uh, yeah, definitely going to have a lot of fans there. Uh, not as many as it should be, but I mean, it's COVID. So, you know, it is kind of what it is. So, um, but yeah, and the whole thing has gotten shaken up with whole, all COVID and how everything is normally Saturday would have been the Bush clash, which is kind of mm-hmm. exhibition race and warm up race and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's actually tomorrow. Um, the ninth, I don't know when you put this up, but, uh, we'll have it up ninth. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. We'll have it on the so, ninth. Yeah. So tonight, yes. <laughs> so it'll be, and it's going to be run on the Daytona road course. So, which is different than it ever has been before. So that kind of kicks the whole season off and kicks off uh, speed weeks and, and all that kind of stuff. Wait, so now, now gets, this is the first time I've ever heard of that before you can continue going road course. What is yeah. that? It's the infield road course. It's like what they ran for the uh, 24 hour the Rolex Daytona 24? race. Yeah. Okay. Same exact you. course, just about. So they ran that um, or last season. They ran that last season and replaced uh, replace for uh, Watkins Glen and its place. 
So, I mean, because New York is so crazy with COVID and all that stuff last year, mm -hmm. they were like, eh, well, y'all can't come up here. So they went down to Florida and they raced on the road course at Daytona instead. Gotcha. Are they going to allow fans on the, in the infield? Is that usually, or the, the, the infield? I don't right? think so. Probably not. It'd be probably more like last season where the fans that were there, they were not given any kind of garage access at all. I mean, that's my assumption. Uh, I haven't seen or read anything. I mean, I probably had to go on and look at Bob Pockers or something mm -hmm. and uh, find out for sure. But I highly doubt there will be people in the garage this year at all. That's interesting. Cause that's like, one of the coolest things that I think that this sport does is the access that the fan has to the racers and that whole in that pit area, I think is just amazing. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, this is like if you were able to, you know, go to the Super Bowl and stand in the sidelines and maybe jot down around the locker room area, see the players going in and out, like that, like that kind of experience but right right it's awesome i mean i've gone a handful of times and it's absolutely amazing the kind of access you used to get and you know be down there in the garage while they're working on the cars they say hey you know how get away from here <laughs> you know <laughs> and so uh you know it sucks but i mean that's just kind of the world we're living in right now yeah i mean everybody gets temperature <laughs> checks and all that kind of stuff and i think the drivers get tested on their way in and out and it's just it's just where we're living in. All right. So Daytona week. You said it starts off with the the that that first race. Then what do we look forward to the rest of the week? Yeah, it's the Bush Clash uh tomorrow night, the ninth, and then Wednesday night will be qualifying, and that sets up the first two rows. So sets up your you know pole position and your outside pole. So your one and two starters sets those up. And then Thursday night will be the duels. And what that is, it's a qualifying race, and it sets up the rest of the lineup. There's two of them. One race sets the inside line, and the other race sets the outside line. So one race will set, you know, two, four, six, eight, so on and so on until they fill out 40, and then one, three, seven, nine. That's so cool. Mm. Like, to me, that's so cool how you do that. <laughs> um, now, is there a preference on where you want to be, like, as a racer, like, where, do, where I would want to sit? There has been in the past. I mean, some people have their own theory you know if i hide out in the back and i can miss the big rate the big wrecks and all that kind of stuff uh and then i can go forward but me personally if i was racing i'd want to be up front leading every single lap because right. if you're out there in front you're not in the wrecks and are they still doing something they did a couple years back where um because i i didn't catch the, the 500 vaguely last year i remember the the crash but um there was a point in time that they were doing the drifting thing where they were budding up. Oh, drafting. Yeah. Drafting. Yeah. Excuse me. What the heck am I talking about? Drifting. drafting. <laughs> yeah. That's the other, that's the other one. <laughs> um, drafting, but they were like budding up and some drivers didn't like it. Some drivers did. Um, are they still continuing that? Yeah, they have to. I mean, that's just kind of the way that Daytona and Talladega are you there. They used to be called restrictor plate tracks. And now, they don't use restrictor plates anymore. They use this tapered spacer and they, you know, cut the horsepower down to, you know, 500 horsepower, but they all have to ride in a pack. Otherwise your speeds will be 15, 20 miles per hour slower. So they, they just, they run in a pack and that's just kind of, it's, it's pack racing. They, that's just how they do it. 
So he said they cut back to 500 horsepower. I'm like, (laughs) well, yeah, I mean, they, they used to like the gen uh, five and gen four cars. These are gen six cars now, which is this, this is the last year for gen six, but uh, they were up 900 horsepower, 950 horsepower. Wow. All no boost, no nitrous. It's just straight up unadulterated horsepower. Wow. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're awesome. cut down to like around 500 horsepower and they got these big ass spoilers on the back. So it creates a ton of drag. And so the first car is creating all that drag and that huge wake. And so every other car kind of just stacks up behind them and just the more cars you get in the line, the faster you go. I'm using hmm. my hands because no, that's yeah, all with no, my hands. It's, it's no problem, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's that's all, good. all that's giving me a visual because yeah. I'm very I don't follow NASCAR and I really I'm interested. I'm gonna look I'm gonna watch it this weekend. So definitely. But, um, well what do you what do you who do you think is a fan favorite? Fan fra- favorite, not my favorite, but a fan favorite is Chase Elliott. I mean, he won, I think, two years in a row, NASCAR's most popular driver. So um so what number that. does he drive? Uh he's your champion. He's number nine. Okay. Yeah, he won the championship last year. So yeah, he's all right. my my driver now is is a guy that pisses everyone off and i like it because he pisses everyone off and his name starts with kyle and it ends with bush hell yeah (laughs) i'm right there with you that's why i like him hell yeah he ruffles the feathers and i like it um he's he's unapologetic he doesn't he doesn't care he no f's given you know so is is Chase Elliott right now like the LeBron James or the Tom Brady of NASCAR? Who's the LeBron no. James or Tom Brady of NASCAR? He retired, man. He retired, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Are there any new up and coming like? Because I, I I'm looking at the names and there's there there are quite a bit new names, man. Um, well, there's a hot new rookie coming in, uh, Chase Briscoe. He won nine races last season in, in the Xfinity series. That's hard for me to say in the Xfinity series, uh, which is kind of the minor leagues, I guess you could say, uh, up to cup series. And now he's running the cup series, uh, for Stuart Haas. And he took over the ride for Clint Boyer, Clint Boyer retired. And he's going to be in the booth with Jeff Gordon for Fox. And so, uh, I look at Chase Briscoe. I mean, the guy, he's an older rookie, which is good. He's got more experience. He, he can run, he can drive a race car. Let me tell you. Now, is it, when you say older rookie, is it that he just started the career later than most or he never got a shot or? Well, I think, um, yes and no. I think they all pretty much started around the same time, like William Byron and all that. It's just, he got his break later. Gotcha. That makes any kind of sense. I mean, he's a developmental driver for Ford. So Ford doesn't have as many seats as Toyota does. Toyota has a ton of development seats just not so many cup seats. Ford has a lot of cup seats, just not that many developmental seats for the lower series and mm-hmm. ARCA and the trucks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, Ch- uh, Chase Briscoe is definitely one to look look for this year. Man, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the odds and they have Danny um, at the top, man, at eight to one. Your buddy, Denny. Uh, yeah, Denny. Um, I can't stand Denny. Emlyn, Emlyn. Emlyn, <laughs> Emlyn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chase Briscoe, they have him at 40 to 1, which is not bad. I mean, for rookie coming in, I'll be keeping well, an eye I mean, on him, definitely. Yeah. Denny, the reason why they have him so high is, I mean, he's won two in a row and he's won three now, uh, 500s. So, you know, I mean, it's hard to 
predict who's going to win this race. It's so unpredictable. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's for me, I look for a Toyota driver to win this race and it'll most likely be Martin Truex Jr. That's who I'm looking at. Um, now, as in cars that race in the Daytona 500, let's let the listeners know, like, what kind of cars are they using as in, as in brands? It's Ford, Chevy, and Toyota. Ford, Chevy, and Toyota? Yeah, yeah. You got the Camaro, the Mustang, and a Camry. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I say it loosely because they're not, they're not, you know, they're just right. the front clips. So, <laughs> yeah. It's just front clips, and then all the engines, they say Toyota and Chevy and Ford, but they're all based off of a small block Chevrolet anyway. Really? I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, they're all. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm not saying they're all like Chevy engines, but the architecture and all that kind of stuff is basically a 350 Chevrolet, you know, form, I guess. A heavy Chevy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And why did Dodge pull out? They just couldn't hang? Man, I really don't know. They won the championship the year they pulled out. Really? 2013. Yeah, 2013. uh they came out with like the whole new gen six car is supposed to be like the charger. They were showing it off, you know, late 2012. And then Brad Keselowski wins the championship in the Dodge and then they bail and wow. they put all their focus on drag racing. Oh, wow. Mm. That's interesting. That's fishy. Yep. That's bit fishy. fishy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then again, for our listeners, they're going to, uh, they're, they're thinking about the Daytona 500. Daytona 500 doesn't mean that you go 500 laps around the track. 500 miles. 500 yep. miles is what it stands for. And how many laps do you go around, Chris? 188. It's a lot of laps, still, man. Still a lot of laps, though. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half miles, yeah. Yeah. And so at what speeds are we going around there? About 200 miles per hour around that? About two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. between. 205 to 210 i believe in the pack that they'll be running i see yeah i see that man i'm like man i like that camera view that they have uh from the ground on the floor and you see them just going by and i'm just like damn them things are so fast we were talking about denny hamlin what do you think about him and michael jordan getting together for that Um, new racing team i'm great i'm i'm happy there's another team it's always great to have more teams. You got them and you got Trackhouse with uh, Pitbull, I think, is signed on with Trackhouse to really? kind of help with that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Worldwide but, Pitbull? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so That's there's there's more than that. I like bringing in outsiders into NASCAR and into any kind of motorsports, really. And I say outsiders. I mean, Jordan knows how to run a business. He's got the Jordan brand. Yeah. So he's not going to let it fail. And you got Denny Hamlin, who is probably the best driver to not win a championship right now. Mm-hmm. People say it'd be Mark Martin, but I think it's Denny Hamlin. Uh, so we'll see. I don't think they're going to win, not this mm-hmm. year, not with the driver they have. It's Bubba Wallace, right? Is yeah, the, Bubba. Yep. I don't think he's – I don't want to piss anybody off, but I don't really don't care <laughs> either. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't think he's he's all that. I mean, he's a good driver. I mean, hell, he drives a race car a hell of a lot better than what I can. But I don't think he's as talented as what they could have gotten. Okay. So, Chris, what is it that you look forward to when it comes to the 500? Like, what do you It used get? to be like all the pomp and circumstance, you know? I mean, it was the concerts. It was the flyover. It was 
the national anthem and all that kind of stuff just kind of and then the gentlemen start your engines that was it but now it's kind of watered down really i mean yeah as i've gotten older and everything i'm watching it i feel like everything's just kind of gotten watered down into where everybody just sits there and waits and they just drive around and drive around and drive around until the last 10 15 laps and then that's when all your big shit happens you know mm-hmm. and so it's just basically it sounds kind of bad but i wait my favorite part is the end yeah because <laughs> that's when all your action's gonna happen so you're you know? saying that the drivers aren't as aggressive right nowadays as they used to be because i mean i remember dale i mean dale was uh as aggressive of a driver as you can yeah and yeah, senior was you know from the drop of the green flag from lap one to lap 188 or 200 i think it might be 200 laps yeah it's 200 laps i was wrong it's 188 for for talladega but it's 200 laps and uh from lap one to 200 dale senior was boss to the wall these guys now they ride it around in the pack and they don't want to get wrecked which is understandable it's just it's boring mm-hmm. as a fan to watch for you know 200 yeah. laps just it's boring nobody's making moves right right nobody makes moves until the last you know 20 15 laps or whatever but i still enjoy all the pop and circumstance and and just the build up the hype i mean fox hypes it up so much you know I look for it as a way to kick off the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the season starting, I mean, as soon as this race is over, they go to the road course at Daytona next weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the season's going, you know, it's nonstop until November. <clears throat> and, and do NASCAR, like I consider it the Super Bowl of NASCAR. It is. I mean, they, it's playing okay. the Super Bowl of auto racing. Right. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm good because that's how I consider <laughs> it. And I was hoping everyone else yeah. considered it the same way. But uh, that's cool, man. I mean, and it's cool that it happens in our backyard, you know. Um, the worst part was leaving after the 500, uh, coming back home. That, that, the traffic is bananas. Um, but I'm sure it's not going to be – I don't know if it's going to be the same this year, how it's going to be. Because, um, I mean, you, you still have kind of like the Super Bowl. You have people that will go to the area. I mean, they can't go inside, but they'll still, you know – tailgate and do all the other extra things that you know to partake sort of um i'll tell you this um tampa bay was packed even though a lot of those people couldn't get in to watch the game you know chiefs fans and bucks fans were out there in droves and it it was it was tampa bay was busy man um which is a good thing because then you know that's that's bringing in money into the economy or at least into like tampa bay area and, and and um, having the Daytona 500 is good here. It'll bring revenue to the area. It, it bodes well for Orlando, even though we're an hour away, because a lot of folks tend to stay at the hotels here in Orlando and then just try, drive to Daytona. Yeah. And that's good because it, you know, creates jobs and, you know, stability out here. So that's good, especially during this time where things aren't that great in the employment field. <laughs> but um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say I'm a big proponent of, you know, going out and going to the races and and spend your money, especially, you know, local local businesses, you know, small mom and pop stuff. They yeah. definitely need it. They're hurting the most. They're hurting way more than, you know, Walmart and Target and whoever else, you know, I guess yeah. you all have what Publix down there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, they're 
go down, damn sure go down there and, and spend some money uh, at the local, local mom and pop stop, you know, stores and all that kind of stuff. I'm a huge fan of that. So Chris, I got a question. I got a hold question. on, Tom. I got one. Cause this is, no, this I is got- one that I always had is uh when they when they when the cars come to pit man i always see them come to pit and i those dudes bro at the pit the pit crew it's impressive to me those guys go down there and all i hear is and like they they change the tire and i'm sitting here changing the tire on my car and i'm struggling i'm like man these guys get it done faster what is like the perfect time and how fast do you have to be to or to be part of a pit crew and how fast you got to get in and out? Like, what is the traditional time to just like when a car and comes in to change tires and gas? They're in and out in about 12 seconds. Damn. That's two cans of gas and four tires and whatever adjustments. I mean, they're in and out within like 12 seconds. Wow. So what do you think about the first woman being on the pit crew? Uh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a female ref last night, so yeah, yeah, it's true. You got a bunch yep. of female drivers. I, I don't know if y'all listened to my my podcast uh, last year. I posted about the lady driver, and, mm-hmm. and I got two daughters myself. And there's nothing in this world that a woman cannot do. You know, yeah, that's true. And so I, I think it's awesome that you know they're breaking down walls. And I mean, they got Haley Deegan is one of my favorite young and up and coming drivers and she's driving, you know, uh, in the truck series full time this year. So nice. Yeah. And then you got Kristen Anderson driving Gravedigger, the biggest name in yeah. monster trucks, you know, the first female driver there. That's right. I mean, there's a woman, uh, Lindsay Reed won the monster jam world finals in Orlando in 2019. Mm-hmm. So they're breaking down walls, man. It's, it's awesome. What did you, it's great. What are your thoughts about Danica Patrick? I know she's not racing anymore, but what did what did you think of her? I mean, because I mean, she didn't win much, as in being a female in a predominantly male, you know, dominated sport. I've I've heard this on other podcasts and stuff. How she should have stayed in the Xfinity series just a couple more years, mm. but she used her looks and not yeah. her talent. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was gonna say she's more of a eye candy to mm-hmm. you know, in a in an advertisement for almost everything she was part of. Yeah, she's definitely more eye candy than an icon. That's for sure. Did she? Would you say she opened the door for female drivers as well, or at least for little girls no. to see? You know, oh, Danica's a driver. I could do it too. No, no, I think I think she hurt. I think she hurt the opportunity for women to come in because men stepped back and they saw that she was just a pretty face, you mm-hmm. know, and there was very little work put into it. I mean, she did win an IndyCar race, but it was the exhibition race in Japan and she didn't win anything in NASCAR at all. And she just didn't, to me, it didn't look like she was putting forth the effort into her, her racing ability. It was all more, on the social side. I mean, if you watch the GoDaddy commercials from that time, you know, 2012, 13, that, that era, mm-hmm. you can kind of tell that she's putting her, her eggs in the notoriety basket and not the racing. So, so to me, to me, what, what brings young girls and women in are, are women like Janet Guthrie, uh, Shirley Modowney, you know, from the drag racing area mm-hmm. or era, those women to me is what girls should look at. I mean, they broke down the walls way back in the 60s and 70s, you know, when the woman's place was in the kitchen. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's what I think girls should look at. Gotcha. So do you think that Kyle Larson is going to come back? He is back. I thought, well, is he racing in, that, yeah. in the 500? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's racing for Hendrick Motorsports, the number five. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Clarifying so, that. So he's back. He's going to kick ass. Uh, he will be a championship contender. You seem pretty happy about that. You like, man. All right. Everybody knows what he said. It was wrong, right? Uh-huh. We don't need to explore that anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody deserves second chances. If you don't no understand what, what we're talking about, go ahead and just Google it on your own time. Google it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Really. I had to get a drink because I'm I'm fired up out this one. No, there you go. <laughs> All right. So everybody deserves a second chance, right? And I think he understands that. He knows he effed up and what he did was wrong and what he said was wrong. And he's 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 gonna be back with a vengeance. He won 40, 50 some odd dirt races last year. The the kid can wheel a race car, and there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. And uh, he'll be on fire. I mean he will definitely be a championship contender. He's in the best equipment he's ever been in before in his life in NASCAR. So definitely, definitely looking forward to seeing him. You said he was racing with Hendricks? Yeah. Yeah, he's teammates Chase Elliott and mm-hmm. William Byron and, and Alex Bowman. So definitely, cool. definitely worth checking him out. He's, he's going to be a killer, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so we'll just uh, wrap it up real quick with – what I got are a question your... for y'all? Yeah, go ahead. Go sure. ahead. What the hell is up with WandaVision? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Outside of NASCAR, um... outside of NASCAR, outside of all that bullshit, like it's... y'all got me hooked on freaking WandaVision. <laughs> I, I I like it, but Nate doesn't. <laughs> or no, Ed I, doesn't. Ed's, I Ed's don't. Like watching paint dry. Here's the thing. WandaVision is, is, is really good storytelling um, for some. For me, not so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like storytelling, but not in this way. Um, I'm not a huge fan of those two characters, but there are people who are, uh, are fans of them. And there's... Um, so there are a lot of these Easter eggs within every episode. So if you're not like in that realm like if you don't know every little detail like you're just gonna like you know watch and be like what did i just watch whereas some people who like read the comics are really into the two characters and 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 you know there's i mean there's youtube videos of all all these things that you might have missed and i'm like why do i need a show where i have to pay so much attention to every little tid detail it grips you in man to me it did it gripped me in i was like after the second or third, I think it's the third episode. I was like, okay, I'm in. It's not a bad show, but it's a, it's um, I, I think they're doing this show to open a door for a lot of things, specifically, um, mutants, um, a la X Men, that sort of deal. Because yeah. if anybody watched the last episode, uh, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, we had a reveal which I kind of saw coming that reveal could mean a lot post Thanos snap from the Avengers Endgame movie. Yeah. But it also explains a lot in the, in the comic area. Like, you know, the sword is the, the shield version of, uh, 
of that time um then from the galactics galactic Galactic side uh, whatever like the space correct so there's different things that they're introducing but i like the fact because it's nostalgic for me i I used to like those old you know uh shows Uh, i dream of genie and all that kind of stuff oh yeah Yeah. i mean i definitely the nod to the to the old sitcoms or or you know are, are pretty cool are, I mean, are you a Marvel fan? Do you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a nerd for that kind of stuff. And I mean, I don't read the comic books, nothing like that. I just follow the movies. And I like how there's always something. There's like a little Easter egg or something, you know, in each and every movie, how they all tie each other mm-hmm. together, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And that's why I got turned on WandaVision. I was like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. And then two episodes, three episodes in, I was like, okay, yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely have to check, keep it's watching. Definitely, what do you what do you like the most true. of the show? I like the development, the character development, and how they they're starting to bring Wanda and Vision and find out really, you know, how like is this all real? Is this a dream? Is it you know what is going on? I'm not trying to play spoiler here, but uh, just how they're they're tying everything in together. Yeah, it like why is Vision really there? Yeah, exactly. Did or did she bring him back or is he back for good or not right yeah. never nobody that's the thing that's the, <laughs> thing, the big question for that <laughs> right um definitely so yeah man i mean i tom likes it i i kind of like mm, i'm still kind of eh, i mean because i mean still amped up for uh what is it the falcon and the winter soldier he's still oh yeah yeah that looks good that looks really good. We actually saw got a new trailer for this on during the Super Bowl. If you guys mm-hmm. watched that one, yeah, I did. Which yeah. was I was like, hell yeah, Fine, interesting. I think this so, dope. To be honest, so I think um, it's gonna be good. Before we wrap up the show, guys, um, Chris, is there anything that you can give our listeners, like what they could get with your podcast, and will you be having anything this week or you know coming to? I just dropped one uh, on Monday, the 8th. Okay. And it's not about NASCAR. It's about Supercross and Monster Jam. Okay. Uh, two of my other favorite things to talk about. And I will be dropping another podcast uh, on the 9th. And we will be talking all things NASCAR, everything that's going on, all the changes, the schedule changes. And I am going to do this. Now that I'm saying it, I'm going to do a song title matchup with a few drivers. Ooh. Nice. Like crying like a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) For for a certain driver. Just stay tuned. You'll find out who that one is. Oh, look at that, man. man. So So. if you guys are uh, into racing, the NASCAR scene, whatever it is, motocross, Chris is your guy. The Burnout Podcast. Um, you can find it on the all, like I said, all major, uh, you know, media platforms. Wherever you get your podcast, you're probably going to find his podcast. Um, I absolutely guarantee. It. Um, is there any social media? Are you on social media, Chris, or anything like that that you want to? I would, but I don't remember my handles right now. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's no good. I just wanted to make sure that we covered everything. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook. Uh, the Burnout Podcast 2020 is on Instagram. And I believe it's the same as Twitter. So um, definitely check those out. I'm trying to get better at my social media game. I mean, I'm old. So 
Oh uh, man, so are we, man. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. I'm horrible at it. I still, <laughs> I still uh, call versus text. So. so for all our listeners, every time I tell you guys to, to, to uh, follow us on all the media platforms, you obviously know that we're, we're pretty late on a lot of stuff. So just be yeah. patient. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, Chris, man, we, we thank you so much, man, for taking time out of your day to, to, to be with us. Cause I know there was a time difference between where we are and where you are. And we really oh, do man. appreciate it, man, coming on the show and hopefully yep. this won't be the last time. Hopefully we can no. get you on another time and, and, you know, talk some nerd stuff. Casually <laughs> kick it, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm more than just NASCAR. I'm cell phone tech, whatever. I'm, I'm down for whatever. There we so. go. We're All right. Here. All right, Chris, thank you so much, guys. Um, that's it for our show. You guys know where to catch us. Um, all the media also, platforms as well. Check our merchandise at storefrontier.com. Put in right. casually kicking it. And big shout out. You can find us on the YFB network. Hey, hey, hey. Brian, don't fry me on that one, man. YFB there network. You, you can see at not only us, you got Chris, the burnout. And like we were saying earlier, there's other podcasts that were part of this. We got Rated JG, Paddler's Playbook. Um, Loud and Opinionated. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's that an guy. asshole. <laughs> no, he's going to come at me. He's like, what the hell, Ed? So, yeah, uh, check out the YFB Network, guys. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Later. Later.